thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. We are so glad to have you with us today. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Welcome Amen. to Jesus the Healer. Yes. Amen. And uh, we've been taking the last episodes to teach about the healings that happened under Jesus' earthly ministry because I tell you that was one third of what he did. Jesus went everywhere teaching preaching yes. and healing. Yes. He emphasized yes. healing. Yes, he so did. we need to emphasize healing yes. because either we're going to need it or someone we come in uh -huh. contact That's with right. is going to need That's it. Right. And so thank God there is a flow of healing. And I tell you, uh, the healing flow is a flow of the love of God. Yes, yes. it is. Amen. Yes. It's because of his love he sent Jesus to pay the price for not only our sin, but for our oh, healing yeah. as well. Amen. Yeah, yeah. And so we've been looking and studying at the different miracles of healing mm -hmm. that happened under Jesus' earthly ministry. And today we're going to continue looking at a certain account, but uh, really we're, we've only touched on it minimally, but we're going to, uh, we're going to keep addressing it. Yes. We're just going to yes. keep digging in that direction. So we've been looking at John chapter 5, and we're going to read in verse 14, but just to set it up for you is this is the passage where there was the man who was by the pool of Bethesda. An angel would come down, stir the water. The first one in got healed no matter what the condition. No Meaning this, your condition is not too hard for oh, God's power. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what your condition, yeah. the power is enough. Yes. Amen. So Jesus told this lame man who had been there, been lame for 38 years, rise, take up your bed and walk. And he did. So in verse 14, we see this. Afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and he said to him, behold, thou art made whole. So he's telling him what you needed, you received. Yes. The next phrase is going to tell him how to keep what he received. Yes. Yes. He said, sin no more, lest a worse thing come unto mm. thee. So he didn't even say the same thing would come back. Uh -huh. it, it might be the same thing that came back, but it'd come back in a worse, a worse fashion. And so notice he said, go and sin no more lest a worse thing come upon you. So everything you receive from God, the enemy's busy trying to steal it from yes. you. Sin gives the devil an opportunity to steal what God's blessed you with. Yes. So he's saying, don't go into a lifestyle of sin. Yes. Now, if you're born again, you're not a sinner. You're not a sinner. You don't have a sin nature in you. You have the life of God in you, the nature of God in you. And that's not a nature of sin. But because there's a tempter, that we have to deal with in this world, sometimes we miss it and we do sin. Well, if we do, we don't have to get born again, again. Right. Yeah. All we do is what 1 John 1, 9 says, if we confess our sins, 
then God who is faithful and just yes. to forgive us and cleanse us, he will forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yes. So the moment we confess and we receive that forgiveness and we receive that cleansing, healing can be received. Praise Miracles God. can yes. be received. Yes. Don't let a, an awareness mm -hmm. of how you missed it in the past mm -hmm. stop you from receiving all that belongs yeah. to yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Amen. Uh, the blood of Jesus makes it as though you never missed it. Amen. That's how powerful the blood of Jesus is. It annihilates that sin as though it never happened. Now, if we had never sinned, how bold would we be? Right? Well, that's how bold we should be because that's the place the blood puts us in. Now, um, I want you to see something here. It says in, in 1 John 1, 9, it says, if we confess our sins, mm -hmm. he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us, look at this, from all unrighteousness. Mm -hmm. So now we're righteous again. Yeah. Uh -huh. See, you can lose a sense of righteousness when you persist in a lifestyle of sin. Mm -hmm. Now, we're not righteous because we're perfect. <laughs> We're not righteous because we've done everything right. We're righteous because Jesus did everything right. It's not yes, something yeah. we earned. It's something he gave. Oh, yeah. Praise God. Amen. Once you're a child of God, you're born again. Righteousness is part of your inheritance package. You are right with God. Righteousness, right with God. Amen. So, uh, but if we sin, we step out of fellowship with God. We break fellowship with God we're aware that we're not right with him. Uh -huh. And there's a sense of unrightness yes. or unrighteousness. And so there's that sense of it. But once we confess, uh, he cleanses us from all unrighteousness. So now we're right with him. Amen. So Jesus was telling this man who was healed, he said, you've been made whole. Now go and sin no more. In other words, he was telling him, address your lifestyle. We cannot expect to persist in a lifestyle of sin and think that healing is going to flow easily. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Why? Because a wrong lifestyle will clog up the pipeline of our faith. And when our pipeline of faith is clogged, God doesn't withhold power, but power can't reach us because it's clogged up with a wrong lifestyle. So it does matter how we live. When we talk about uh, living a, a life of healing and living healed, that means we have to address every other arena of our life because really to live healed, you have to obey God in every arena. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, we've been talking about something that a statement Dad Hagen made that is so, so rich and I would urge you, write it down. Don't lose this. Dad Hagen said, if you will get your spirit where it ought to be, your body will start responding. Praise now listen to that. If you will get your spirit where it ought mm -hmm. to be, your body will start responding. What's he mean by that? What does it mean to get our spirit where it ought to be? Aren't we born again? Don't we have the life and nature of God? Yes, but we have to walk in obedience. Yes. We have to be faithful. Yes. Amen. Yes. These things that affect our spirit life, yes. the health of our spirit. And uh, if we know that God's dealing with us about something, but we won't address it, yeah. that's going to affect our spiritual life. 
When God ministers anything to your life, He ministers it to you through your spirit, man. Yes, if, you need, if you need financial help, uh-huh. His help does, just doesn't show up in the finances. You got the revelation of that on the inside of your yes. spirit. That truth... Yep. that He's your provider, yes. it, took, it took hold of your spirit. Yes. See, it happened in your spirit and the faith that's in your spirit was attached to what you know about Him yes. and it brings you into that flow of what you're believing for. Amen. And Amen. so I, I want you to see every dealing of God happens between Him and your spirit. Not Him in your flesh, not Him in your mind. Now don't misunderstand me, your flesh and mind can benefit but it, it first, it only receives something because something was received first in your spirit. Yes. Uh, you have to know this. Healing is spiritual. It is. It's spiritual. Yes. It's something you receive with your spirit yes. and then what's in your spirit flows out and affects your body yes. and changes the body. Yes. So we have to make sure our spirit's in good order, right? Yes. Since everything of God's dealings, uh-huh. everything of God's power comes to our spirits uh-huh. first and foremost and then flows out and affects every single arena of life. That's what Dad Hagen is saying. If you will get your spirit where it ought to be, yes. then uh, your body will start responding. Uh-huh. Um, many times people just start trying to deal with the body, yeah. but sometimes they need to deal with something spiritual. Yes because that's what got the body out of place. Um, I've shared it before, but I want to share it again because many might not have heard this. When my husband in his late 50s was diagnosed with cancer, um, Ed came home from that appointment when he heard the diagnosis and he did not just start collecting healing scriptures. And listen, he had a a healing ministry. He had Mm -hmm. ministered. Uh, healing for years. He was well acquainted with the flow of healing. But he didn't come home and immediately just start gathering healing scriptures and start confessing them, directing it toward his body. The first thing he did, he he took inventory of his spirit life. That was the first thing he did. So he came home and he said, God, you don't miss it. I've missed it somewhere. Where did I miss it? And God said to him two things. He said, number one, he says, I've dealt with you about taking care of your body, resting your body. You do it for a short time, then you get back to your bad habits. Mm -hmm. He said, you're not taking care of your body. He said, number two, you're not obeying me in the office I've called you to. Uh Ed said, okay, I judge myself and I repent for that. And God said, okay, within 30 days, it'll all be gone. He went back to the doctor day 28 and it was all gone. Now notice when Ed repented, he didn't have to for a month linger in in the condition of his body. The moment he repented, God said, okay, it'll all be gone in 30 days. See, when he got his spirit in order, his body started responding. Now what if he'd just come home and start just throwing healing scriptures at the body without addressing something of the spirit that was not in order. It wouldn't have worked. And this is, I think, what happens many times Mm -hmm. is people know healing scriptures. They know healing belongs to them, so they start throwing those at their need. But the first thing, take inventory. Not mental inventory. Not getting in the mental arena and start trying to figure out. Uh You do that and you'll open the door to the devil to trouble your mind. 
The mental arena is Satan's arena. You stay in the spirit arena, the faith arena. Yeah. What's that mean? You quiet the mind and you look to the Holy Spirit to enlighten you. Yes. So that's what my husband did. He said, where'd I miss it? And God said to him two things. Uh, if you get in the middle arena, the devil will say, well, it's this and it's that and it's this. And he'll, yeah. he'll use it to push you down, condemn you and yes. rob you of faith. Yes. And you'll never really hit the real problem. Because right. it's not about the mental arena, it's about the spirit arena. If, as long as we keep our spirit in order, in obedience to God, Oh, following what he's dealing with us about. Now, that's what I mean when, when Dad Hagen said, if you get your spirit where it ought to be, then your body will start responding. You won't be struggling with the body. Address the root of something. Amen. That doesn't mean some deep, dark, hidden sin. Don't fall into that. Like there's some hidden sin that I don't know about. No, if, if, if there's something, what is God dealing with you about? It's simple. You know what God's dealing with you about. Every Christian knows what God's dealing with them about. And God's always dealing with us about something because he loves us enough to deal with us. He loves us enough to correct us. Amen. And so we have to pay attention. What is he dealing with me about? If he's dealing with me about something and I ignore it, Something's going to get out of order in my heart. And my own conscience won't be clean. Mm -hmm. It won't be clear. Your conscience is the voice of your spirit. And so if God's dealing with you about something, it could be something financially. Mm -hmm. It could be something in your marriage. It could be something of what you're you're involving in recreation. It could be someplace where you're going and hanging out and God's saying, I'm not pleased with that. Uh It could be people you're hanging out with. It could be someone you're in a relationship with. It could be what you're doing within that relationship. Uh It could be all kinds of things. But what I'm saying is you know in your own spirit what God is dealing with you about. Whenever you need healing, check there first. Check your spirit first. Am I obeying God and what I'm called to? Sometimes, you know, with Ed, God said, you're not obeying me in the office I've called you to. Well, Ed was obeying a measure of it, but God said to him, I'll tell you to say something and you won't say it. You see, there are things within the office he was obeying and things that he was leaving undone. So the Holy Ghost knows. He's your helper. He will show you what to address. But Jesus spotlighted for this man who was raised up off of his deathbed, go and sin no more, lest the worst thing come on you. So we have to realize that sin is one thing. Just disobeying God is sin, isn't it? Disobeying God is sin. Being unfaithful is sin. All these things that can be sin. And so Jesus was saying, this is how to keep your healing. Don't persist in something you know is wrong. Yes. Amen. If you want, listen, whenever we go to receive healing, it it demands sincerity of us. It does. It demands honesty of us that we be sincere in working with God and saying, God, I know you're dealing with me about that. I'm I'm not going to act like you're not. And when I say dealing with you, I don't mean you heard an audible voice. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just have a sense on the inside. I need to change this. I need to implement this or I need to remove this or I need to correct this because God loves us so much. He's always dealing with us about something. Not so he can withhold something, but so he can bring us into more. Now, go with me to 1 Peter chapter 2. This is a familiar passage talking about healing that so many of us are acquainted with, but I want you to see something here. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. 
Peter is writing and he says, who his own self, aren't you glad about that? Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sins should live under righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. So notice he ends up talking about healing, but he started out talking about sin. So we, what do we know? That when sin entered the earth, sickness entered the earth. Sure did. Sin and sickness run together. Amen. Dad Hagen said this. He said, anytime I've started having physical problems in my body, he said, I was missing God somewhere. Mm-hmm. See, missing God, not dealing with what he's dealing with us about is a disobedience, yes. which is a sin. Yes. So here we see this, that when sin entered the world, sickness entered the world. Sure did. So if there's something we know that isn't pleasing to God, we have to address it so that we close the door to sickness, not just sin, Mm -hmm. but we also have to close the door to sickness Mm -hmm. through getting rid of anything that's not pleasing to God. So I want you to see really uh, this verse reveals the inheritance that belongs to Mm -hmm. us. Number one, it shows us we have dominion over sin. Absolutely. Amen. He said, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins. That's our dominion over Whoa, sin does not God. have the authority right. to push us around yeah. and keep its and, and keep demonstrating itself uh-huh. in our life. Yeah. Uh, the, the, before we were born again, there might have been a lifestyle, a particular yeah. uh, lifestyle that you engaged in that was a sinful lifestyle. Once you're born again, you're authorized to say no more. No. Even when the feeling of wanting to do something returns, you go, no, 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 no. I'm not under your control anymore. See, we're dead to sins. Isn't that wonderful to know that sin doesn't have to lord it over you. Amen. Amen. It shall not have dominion over you, but you have to answer it and talk to it and say no more. You used to push my life around no more. Oh, that's good. So this verse shows us our dominion over sin, but it also shows us the the divine health that belongs to us, yes, right? But another thing it shows us is our manner, what our manner of living should be. Yes. Now, let's look at it again. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sin, because we are now dead to sin, mm-hmm. we are dead to sin right now. Yes. Because, meaning it has no authority, yes. no yes. dominion. Because we are dead to sin, look at the next phrase, should live Mm -hmm. unto righteousness. Mm -hmm. We've been made right with God. Uh Now we should live that way. We should live like we're right with God. We shouldn't live like sin is lording it over us. We should live right with God. And then he talks about healing. So number one, he talks about we're dead to sin. Mm -hmm. Number two, he talks about your lifestyle of righteousness. Then he talks about healing. People, if they won't address their lifestyle of righteousness, very rarely enjoy the healing. Because the the lifestyle of righteousness is addressed before the healing is talked about. Now, don't misunderstand me. It all belongs to us mm-hmm. at, the redemp- at redemption. I mean, when we were redeemed, that all belongs to us. But he's letting us know if you want to enjoy a lifestyle of healing, mm-hmm. you have to enjoy a lifestyle of righteousness. Yes. 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 Amen. Yes. So many people focus on this verse, believing God for healing. Sometimes mm-hmm. we need to back up one phrase uh-huh. and focus on 
how am I living my life? That I live in a way that's pleasing to God. Now that I'm right with God, my lifestyle should reflect that I'm I'm right with God. Listen, many times people give Jesus their heart, but they keep their life. They make him Lord of their heart, but not Lord of their daily life, (laughs) which you can't really do. (laughs) Amen. If he's got your heart, that means he needs to have, since he's he's our Lord, he's going to want to have to have something to say about where we go, what we do, who we're with, decisions we make. Uh Amen. Amen. If we call him Lord, we do call him Lord, then he's going to want to have something to say about those things. Amen. There's a way a believer should live. Yes. And it's under righteousness. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Um, I want to read other translations. I want to read to you um, out of the Common English Bible. It says this. He of, of this of this verse here in uh, in First Peter two twenty four. It says he did this so that we might live in righteousness having nothing to do with sin. Mm. Having nothing to do with sin. Why? Because sin and sickness run together. So if we have nothing to do with sin, we have nothing to do with sickness. The God's Word translation says, Christ carried our sins in His body on the cross so that freed from our sins, we could live a life that has God's approval. Now that we belong to him, Mm -hmm. it needs to matter to us that he's pleased with how we live our daily life, where we go, Uh who we hang out with, what we watch, what we look at on the computer Uh when nobody knows what we're looking at. Amen. Amen. So we have to see this, that freedom from sin is enjoyed when we choose to live a life of righteousness. And not only that, that's when we're going to enjoy our healing too. Amen. Um, Ephesians 6.14 speaks of this. It speaks of the breastplate of righteousness, doesn't it? It talks about put on the breastplate of righteousness. He made us righteous, but we have to put this on and live this way. Amen. And this is a vital part of our armor that protects against the, in, uh, the attacks of the enemy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. If we're not living a lifestyle that demonstrates righteousness, mm-hmm. that we're right with God, uh, that means we do right. Uh-huh. We, we be right. Yeah. We handle our business right. Yeah. We handle people right. Yes. You know, we don't take advantage of someone. That's not, that's not living a life that's of righteousness. Right. Uh-huh. Because righteousness does right. So the breastplate of righteousness is not as often stated the righteousness of Christ, but it's rather the act of obedience to the word because we've received righteousness. So he says, put on the breastplate of righteousness. See, we've been made righteous, but now we don't put that. uh, That has to be put on in our daily life. That's good. Dad Hagen made this statement. He said, you know, years ago, he said, because he was in the ministry, what is it, around 60, over 60 years. And uh, he said, you know, when I was a younger man, he said, you didn't see all the rampant diseases running around in the body of Christ like you see today. 
And he said, and when I started considering that, I looked back and I realized that people in my younger years lived more holy than they do today. What was he saying? Their lifestyle has something to do with their health. What we allow our bodies to participate in yes. will affect the health of our bodies. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. And we are equipped yes. and authorized to live righteous. Yes. Amen. Yes. He empowers us. We're empowered oh, yes. to live right, yes. to do right, to be right. This isn't by willpower. This is by our inheritance of what he made ours. And so because we know that, we demand that of the flow of our life. Amen. Um, I want to read something to you. If you don't have the book, Christ the Healer by F.F. Bosworth, I encourage you get hold of it. It is such a wonderful book on healing. It's really a main textbook for healing. And F.F. Bosworth makes this statement. He said, while we rejoice in miracles, we remember that they are only the external manifestation of a thousand time greater and more precious miracle that has transpired within. Within the sacred chamber of the inner soul. The inner cause is so much more precious than the outward effect. Mm -hmm. So he's saying when you received healing from God, there was something that was worked on the inside of you that was every far more precious than just receiving freedom from pain or something. Because you come into a place of fellowship and union with God in the way you think, in the way you believe, in the way you speak. And that is of such greater value because even after the body receives its healing, now you can use that same flow to bless the other arenas of your life. Right? Yes. Hallelujah. He said this, external results are like figures in a bank book that show you that you have gold deposited in the bank. The gold is more valuable than the figures written in the bank book. That is so good. So what's he saying? What's worked on the inside? Learning to believe God. Learning to walk in that new nature. The life of God dominating you. The righteousness of God flowing out of you and dominating you in your daily life is the real treasure. That's the the real treasure. And of course, it will pay off in your health. But it will also pay off in your marriage, in your finances, in every single capacity of your life. Amen. Hallelujah. So we see this, that when Jesus was dealing with that man that was raised up off of that, mm-hmm. off of his bed, yeah. that he connected his wholeness to his lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Sure so uh, thank God we're empowered to live righteous. Yes. It's not just have some benefits, mm-hmm. but it, can, it, it, can, it, it, uh, it affects our entire life. Yes. Yes. Gives us a life worth living. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Well, we've been teaching in in line with this book that I have, The Healer Divine, and we want you to get your copy. Go to our website at DufresneMinistries.org and let us know that you want your copy. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In this classic book by Nancy Dufresne, we are presented with a study of the healings of Jesus. Your own faith will be stirred to believe and act as the healed God has made you to be. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. 
Please join us for our annual Holy Ghost meetings in Marietta, California, January 6th through the 11th, 2023, with Nancy Dufresne. We are also excited to welcome Kenneth Copeland and Richard Roberts as our special guests. For more information, please visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.